Hello, Annie Trenders. Welcome to the Girl Taku, hosted by the ladies of anime trending. If you're looking for a nice tea and deep dive analysis about otaku things, you've come to the right place. We love our conversation and discussion, and we're back with another fun topic on the table. My name is Gracie, and I am joined by. Hello, I am Isabel, and this is Agnes. So, without further ado, the girl talking today will be our favorite English dub voice actors. I think that, you know, we've talked about some of our favorite dub performances in anime and specifically roles, but I thought it'd be fun to talk about our favorite dub voice actors simply because I think they should get a little more spotlight. And sometimes there are some who I feel like personally that they are just stars, at least in my opinion. I just feel like they are stars and they should be uh, rewarded for their great performances throughout, um, throughout not just anime, but video games. Let's not forget that uh, anime and video games share a lot of voice actors and should be applauded for that as well and cartoons etc like we've got a whole industry here it's not very well known but we've got some really really great voice actors out there and I wanted to take today's episode to sort of spotlight our favorite ones as a whole and we'll talk about you know their performance that caught our eye and then probably any future later performances that have reached to us and just some overall experience in regards to how they are as voice actors. So with that being said, uh, Agnes, you are starting us off this week. So who are some of your favorite English dub voice actors that you've seen performed in anime, um, cartoons, the uh, cartoons, video games, you know, the list goes on. Right. And are we speaking about specifically male voice actors or female voice actresses? Because I initially chose two female voice actresses for this. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking the guys, but, you know, maybe you okay, can just... Okay, okay, hold on. Uh, maybe maybe skip me first this time around. Um, I can quickly pull up a list, but I think I will need to have some time to grab them because I only listed two female voice actresses for mine. Okay, no problem. Um, then in that case, I can go ahead and get started and you'll go last then, Agnes, and then I guess you'll go first. I mean, I can go right after you. I just need to quickly look them up real quick. Okay, perfect. So then I'll talk about my favorites. Uh, one of my favorites is actually fairly recent. It's Ray Chase. And I think he is an incredible, incredible voice actor. I first discovered him via Noctis from Final Fantasy XV. I did listen to the dub playthrough version of... Uh, uh, Final Fantasy 15 and I fell in love with his performance as Noctis. I thought he just did such a good job and I do know that he, that is probably the role that shot him up to fame for a long time his Twitter uh, profile account literally said it's me your boy Noctis and when he had changed it because you know he was no longer voicing any Noctis lines people got really upset <laughs> so he had to like change it back to it's me your boy Noctis because everyone loved him as Noctis so much so Definitely caught my attention first there. However, uh, oh, it was only after Noctis had introduced me to him that I've like heard him in other roles. And oh my gosh, he is so good. He has a pretty insane range that I was not expecting at all. And he's gotten to the point now where people just expect him to perform extraordinarily well. To give you guys an example, the English dub for Attack on Titan... 
I personally don't see people talk about it. Granted, you know, we know for a fact that as a whole, the English sub, the Japanese version tends to be more popular than the English dub versions of anime these days. But there are some where you just hear about it and you know the dub did really well. For One of the prime examples I have is Skate the Infinity in particular seems to be an English dub that was universally really, really well loved and people thought they did a good job. And I think, Isabel, you've even mentioned it before. So, uh, so... It's like, but Attack on Titan dub, I genuinely feel like I don't really hear people discussing it or talking about it. But the one time people talked about the dub and there were clips of the dub, clips from Attack on Titan just going everywhere on social media, it was for a role that Ray Chase had taken over. And his character is important to the story, but ultimately isn't there in the story for a very long time. And yet his short performance made such a huge impact on the overall Attack on Titan community that his clip was literally everywhere with people saying that they that he actually did the character and the line better than the original English dub. And so I don't know. Have you guys got to the point where we saw like Aaron's father's like backstory and history and stuff like that? Did you two get there? I unfortunately only watched that part in the Japanese dub and not the English dub. Okay, but you know like what section of the story I'm talking about. Yes. Yes. Okay, perfect. So Ray Chase voiced Owl. And it was in that particular scene where he reveals himself to be Owl and thus one of the Titan shifters that have been hiding in the walls. And he like and he goes like, let me show you the true power of the Titans. And he like cuts his hand. And that's like the first time you see Aaron's attack Titan used by someone else in this regard. It was like it was Ray Chase's voice that was like booming and it was so good and heavy and I don't know. It, it was just the right sort of impact where people were like, oh, oh, crap. And it was just such a big deal that once again, this was the only time I saw dubbed clips of Attack on Titan going everywhere on social media because his performance made such an impact on people with people saying, wow, I actually think he did it better than the Japanese uh, version. It, he like he just nailed it. So that's like one example of just his the insane, like, you know, sort of presence he has in regards to his performance. Another one is he does Fyodor from Boogle Stray Dogs. And oh my God. <laughs> And I wanted to tell you, Agnes, you should look him up. He gives a Russian accent and it's deeper because his because his voice is naturally deeper than uh, Akira. I forgot his last name. Ishida. Akira Ishida, who voices uh, Fyodor and, and Bugle Stray Dogs in the Japanese version. But it works. Like, I, I don't know. Something about it just works for that character. Uh, there was a really funny thing going around on, on Twitter is that apparently Bugle Stray Dogs season four recently skipped like a huge chunk of the conversation Dazai was having with Fyodor. At one point, the two apparently just started speaking in gibberish to each other, and they were able to, like, perfectly understand and stuff, and people were had been really looking forward to that, but it got cut from the anime, and so they were like, no, we'll never get to, like, hear them talk in gibberish. But apparently, the Dazai's English dub voice actor and Ray Chase, who is Fyodor's uh, English dub voice actors, actually got together. <laughs> <laughs> and they they like created their own like gibberish dialogue pretending to enact that scene out from the manga even though it wasn't animated at all in the anime and so 
that's just another example of like, you know, he's he's just a blast. And I like I don't know. I did hear him as Fyodor. I, I in fact, it was purely by accident because I didn't mean to click a clip thinking it was going to be English dub, but it ended up being English dub. And I didn't know it was Ray Chase. All I knew was I heard Fyodor talk and I was like, huh. I like this voice for Fyodor. I think this person's doing a great job. Looked him up. Who is it? Ray Chase. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> definitely one of my favorite uh, English voice uh, dub voice actors as of late. I'm obsessed with him. I think he's just so talented. He just does such an incredible job, no matter which character he plays and embodies. He's, he's just got so much talent and skill. So, yeah, that is my first pick. Do any of you guys have experience with him as a dub voice actor at all? No, I don't think I have much experience with him other than maybe recognizing some of the scenes that you've talked about, but not actually watching anything from him. Yeah, that would be the same for me as well. But now that you've spoken about it, I just kind of want to see maybe like clips, especially the, um, the one in Attack on Titan, probably. I might check that out just to see what it sounds like. Although I will say that I did actually play Tales of Berseria as a video game, and he mm. voices one of the, uh, the main antagonists in the series and i'm like oh okay i can recognize that voice now i can actually put the the image to the voice now so yes i think i have heard of him did you like him in that game (laughs) i think it was i think it was pretty good to play the antagonist of autorius he carries the same kind of like nuance as the japanese dub for sure yeah okay well i'll see if i can try to find some clip for you guys later as well especially the attack on title one yeah that one is that one was so good so all right, so that is my first pick. My second pick is for an older one. So I've been a fan of this voice actor for a while versus Ray Chase when I've only become aware of him, you know, in the last five years, like I said, specifically Final Fantasy 15. But uh, my second one, the older one I've always been a fan of is Michael Tatum. And he vo- oh, Tatum, okay, yeah, yeah. He voices Scar. He voices uh, Black uh, Sebastian from Black Butler, and of course Kyoya from the Oran High School Host Club dub. I think the thing for me was the range is what sold me. So first of all, I quote unquote fell in love with him when he dubbed Kyoya because Kyoya is my guy. <laughs> high school host club to no one's surprise i think like his voice as kyoya was was it's just so well done because it's so elegant but at the same time kind of scary and sneaky while also like condescending but like in an affectionate way especially towards tamaki and so i really liked him that even then back then in regards to his performance but i was i remember feeling really shocked to see that he voiced scar from the uh, from the FMA so not even brotherhood but like the 2003 FMA I didn't realize that those were the two same voice actors so when I found that out I was really shocked because I really liked his voice as Kyoya and I thought he sounded so different as Scar and it really impressed me in that regard but then he took it a step further in regards to Brotherhood because Scar in the 2003 version and Scar in the 2009, well, Brotherhood v- version is actually quite different from each other. I believe Scar in the Brotherhood version is a lot older. The Scar in 2003, I think he looked like he was in his 20s, but that's definitely not the case in Scar in Brotherhood. And I... And so I was thinking, I actually imagined him doing the same voice for Scar between Brotherhood and FMA. So when I heard him 
sounds so different as the Scar in Brotherhood. For a moment, I actually thought the voice actor changed and I had to go back and look at the cast. I was like, no, it's the same person. They really just sound so different as two different Scars. And so that also really impressed me. And finally, this is a bit of a controversial take in this case, but I adore him as Sebastian Black Butler to the point where I kind of like listening to him more than Daisuke Ono in Black Butler, which is insane because Daisuke Ono actually won his Seiyuu Award for his portrayal of Sebastian the Demon in Black Butler. But something about Michael Tatum's, like, British accent just puts the cherry on top in regards to Black Butler's um, performance as Sebastian. I, I just feel like that flair of an accent made it just sound so perfect and it was so smooth and, like, just deliciously dangerous. Like, I, I don't know how to describe it. I just thought he did so good as Sebastian to the point where I'm like, I'm sorry, Daisuke Ono, I love you. You have a great job. Japanese voice obviously he is a, a huge star and really a legend in regards to the seiyuu world per se but I was just like Michael Tatum just blew it blew it out of the water for me in regards to Sebastian for Black Butler dub specifically so uh so yeah so I've been a fan of him since then I haven't really heard him like as of late per se granted I haven't really been watching dubbed anime in the first place for quite a long time now so I'm so I don't know if he's been in any recent roles or like video games and stuff like that but my sort of um admiration to his range and his acting performance even back in the day when I was watching a lot of English dub anime kind of still stays with me and I still remember him really well for his amazing performances so that is why he is my second pick in regards to my favorite English dub voice actors. So um, I'm, I know you two know him, but I'm curious to hear, you know, what have you guys thought of him before? Yeah, I especially know him from, um, he voiced uh, Okabe in Steins Gate. Mm -hmm. And I think he yeah. did a really good job with that. And I just remember this one scene where they're trying to get through the airport and he, he has to deal with the um, officer um, trying to show his passport and, you know, declaring his reason for why he's going into the country and it's different when uh Mamoru Miyano does it like it's kind of silly because he has the accent speaking English and then the context in English um when when Tatum does it is that it, he kind of has this whole manifesto like this is, I am a mad scientist I'm trying to you know do this and that and I just thought the context shifting was so was so funny, and I thought he really did a good job with that um, overall. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen other roles, but that's the one role that stands out to me. Um, but yes, Agnes, have you also listened to him as well, or what do you think about him? Mm -hmm. He voices my favorite idiotic couple in Blakuna, which is Isaac from. Oh. <laughs> so this is a very this is very affectionate for me because I always loved Isaac and Media in Blakuna. So seeing him being listed as the credits for Isaac just really sold it to me because I watched most of Bakuno in English because it makes so much more sense to watch it in English with all of the different like Brooklyn, New York accents and the more like Midwestern accent as well that's thrown into a show that is clearly set in the 1920s America. So I have a lot of really fond memories with, um, with Tatum for sure. 
that's crazy because I actually haven't heard him as an idiot before. So. He is incredible. You you will fall in love with Isaac Emilia because of the splendid performance of Tatum and then his co-star who plays Miriam as well. Um, he also did a bunch of other ones. Like, Gracie, did you ever watch Italia in English? I have, yes. Okay, do you know what France sounds like? Because he voices France. No, I did not know that. Okay, you gotta watch it because he's hilarious as France. Like, I mean, all of the English dub cast for Hitalia back in those days are like absolute stars at all of the stereotypical accents that they have to portray for that character. So it's really funny to watch and very like politically incorrect, but also hilarious anyway. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that was him! Oh gosh, yeah, no, I, oh, and another thing that I thought was really, really funny is, um, so I did listen to the, uh, bloopers for Aura High School Host Club, and it was specifically his bloopers that really stuck out to me, because there was, uh, this one is a pretty famous blooper, per se, but that famous line where Keelan was like, yes, daddy, because Tabaki calls him mommy, he, like, had oh, this- such a hard time with it and so like you literally hear him say it perfectly like he'll be like yes daddy and then he just starts laughing he's like I can't like I can't I can't I can't he struggled so hard with it and it was just props so to him funny. for trying to keep a straight face because I could not keep a straight face either that is very hard to do it's the fact that he was able to say that line perfectly and then just go oh no no it's <laughs> Oh, and I thought that was so funny. And then he's had some other great moments too, where like as he was talking and he was like doing it perfectly, and he goes blah blah blah. I can't read. <laughs> so, um, and I thought that was really funny and cute as well. Yeah, I should look up exactly if he's been doing voice roles still. It's kind of like how I haven't heard Travis Willingham in a long time, so I'm also kind of curious. Travis Willingham is a gem. I watch him so much on Critical Role. <laughs> he is a gem. I love him so much. <laughs> Is he one of your picks now that you've had time to kind of... No, he's actually not one of my picks, actually, funnily enough. But Travis is very dear to my heart with how he plays Mustang and a lot of very notable roles back then. Um, But he's definitely taken a backseat now that um, he and his wife has kids, so... I do feel like Laura Bailey, we still hear her a lot, though, compared to... Oh, Laura Bailey is a superstar. Yeah, she's definitely everywhere. Her and Ashley Johnson are everywhere, so... (laughs) Yeah, for sure. All right, so uh, those are my two picks for um, for my favorite English dub voice actors. So I'm going to hand it back to you now, Agnes. Uh, who are <laughs> the two that you're picking with us today? So I have two and then one honorary mention because he technically does not voice anything in anime, but voices in animation. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, that's but fine. I will feature him last. So the first one that I want to mention is Johnny Young Bosch. I first heard him from as as the voice actor for Nero in Devil May Cry 4 and Devil May Cry 5. And I always like the very youthful energy that uh, that Johnny Young brings to the Devil May Cry community because sitting beside him is um, the voice actors for Dante and for Nero uh, for Virgil and they're like very old professional actors they got their shit together and they they tend to be they tend to have like these older roles and been in the industry for much longer but johnny brings a very fresh like zest to everything because he's so much younger and 
As it turns out, he is also the English voice actor for Vash the Stampede in both the original Trigun and Trigun Stampede, which, by the way, aired today, and Gracie is absolutely over the moon with, <laughs> with Trigun Stampede today. I, I have some feelings about it, um, some <laughs> not correct feelings about it. I have been told. Would you, would you like to share told. with the class what those incorrect feelings are, Gracie? Um, I'm just saying that I can fix the bad guy. <laughs> 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 Isabella. <laughs> Fixing millions knives? Yes. Yep. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh from Isabella. Yeah, when she told me that, I was like, girl, you cannot do this to yourself. You absolutely cannot do this to yourself. If you were in an intergalactic planetary war with a serial killer, I am not letting you do something like that. <laughs> I do want to know Agnes was hilarious because when I first told her, I'm just going to read our messages because I was like, me after okay, this yeah, episode. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and expose our messages. Go ahead. <laughs> I was like, me after this episode, I can fix knives. And she was like, Gracie, no, we don't play therapy with the galactic serial killer. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like I'm strong enough to do it. And she's like, Gracie, you're most definitely not. <laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> but he also, as a side note, instead of, you know, Gracie simping over a million knives over here, um, Johnny Young Bush also plays a lot of very notable roles in old animes. Uh, for instance, he is, let's see, he plays uh, Ichigo Kurosaki in both the original Bleach dub and then also in the Thousand Years War as well. He is the voice for Lelouch in Code Geass. And he's also the voice for Isaiah from Dora So he has like a very wide range, but because he's so young, he can just do like basically everything. <laughs> it's just really nice to see him everywhere on screen, in addition to the video games that he voices for as well. I was just about to ask you, have you heard him in any video games? So it seems like yes is the answer. Yes is the answer, because I first heard him through Devil May Cry. Yeah. Oh, you were talking about the video game. Because I, I remember it has an anime, so that's why it was in my head. Okay. Well, yeah, so Devil May Cry anime is very separate from 4 and 5. 4 and 5 takes place about almost like 18-ish years after Devil, the Devil May Cry's 1, 2, and 3 in the anime. Got it, got if it. That puts things into perspective for you, yeah. Okay, I see. And how did you guys feel about his performance as Ichigo? Like, that's probably one of his most iconic roles, right? It's pretty strong, I would say, uh, for that time period and for the his original the original Japanese voice actor for Ichigo. And the fact that he's able to reprise the same role in Thousand Years War, I think, really speaks to how much a lot of the Western community really loves Johnny Bosch to really want him to take up that role again. What do you think, Isabel? Yeah, I agree. I think he did a great job as Ichigo and continues to do so in Thousand Year Blood War. And I actually, there, there was a little video in at Anime Expo um, last year that I saw with, uh, it was kind of like between him and then Morita, who voices Ichigo in uh, Japanese. And, and I thought it was funny. They were having like banter kind of like back and forth uh, across the scene um, and just them doing their lines like Bankai or some of the notable lines and so it was nice to see one in Japanese and one in English and it seems like the voice actors also have like you know built up some type of uh relationship or just like building on top of doing communication between each other in terms of the role so I thought that was super fun as well that is super cool that 
they were able to like kind of do banters because I feel like a lot of English voice actors, even dub actors for any other language roles, they they feel like they're just so separated from mm-hmm. like the Japanese voice cast that they never really get to interact with each other either in the same space or even like on Zoom calls and stuff like that too. So it's really cool that Morita and Johnny do have like this commonality for playing the same character, but they're able to like kind of bond over it. It's really sweet, I would say. The role that I know him best for is Lelouch in Code Geass because I watched the English dub one first and I just want to say his evil laugh as Lelouch is so good. (laughs) I I remember like as a teenager, I would actually watch compilations of literally just Lelouch laughing, which is in the dub version because I just... I don't know. I just thought it was great because <laughs> it was so, it's so dramatic and over the top. So you can't help but kind of laugh at it because of how insane the laugh is. And yet at the same time, it feels completely serious. Like it's not the type of thing where you cringe at the laugh, but instead you're kind of like going along with it. So that's definitely the role that I know him best in, in regards to all his acting and his performances. Do you have a favorite role uh, by him since you've seen so much anime with his voice in it for both for johnny bush yes uh i would still say it would be nero or ichigo for sure either of those two roles were very memorable to me okay and what about you isabel yeah i can't say uh, i haven't watched too many but yeah my basic would just be ichigo and bleach so mm-hmm Alrighty then. Okay, so if that is your first pick for your favorite English dub voice actor, who else do you have? My second pick would be a very prolific English voice actor in the Funimation community now, the Crunchyroll community, and that would be Ian Sinclair. Um, Ian Sinclair has a pretty robust uh, filmography since like early in 2007. And I didn't really know him or at least identify him by name and by series until much later, actually, when I went to go see a panel for One Piece Film Red uh, back this year in, um, in 2022 Anime Expo. So I was sitting there at the One Piece Red panel, you know, expecting them to not drop too many details about the film because it was very highly anticipated. And we had both the English team uh, the 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 dub English team and also some of the Japanese staff there as well taking interview questions and one of the people that were on that panel was Ian Sinclair who was doing the voice of Brooke and they were asking a lot of questions to him because he was in charge of the he was in charge of additional voices some ADR stuff and being Brooke as one of the straw hats in One Piece and he let out the most in-character laugh for Brooke that I have ever heard in any dub whatsoever across the One Piece fandom. And that gave me absolute chills. At that point, I had never watched One Piece in dub because One Piece previously in dub was done by four kids, which was really, really bad. So I never touched the dub after that, even after four kids died and Funimation slash Country Roll ended up taking the dubbing from them. But I was absolutely blown away by Sinclair's performance for Brooke just by his very iconic laugh that you can recognize anywhere, even in the Japanese One Piece dub. And he has such a passion for One Piece. 
and for this character and he would and he mentioned in the one piece film red panel that he is incredibly honored to continue to play this character all the way from the beginning of his conception or when he was first introduced all the way up until now through one piece film red and into the current wano arc as well and i was almost like kind of like brought to tears and he also mentioned something during the one piece panel where he was like you know what would be the saddest thing is brook because he ate in the One Piece world, he ate a fruit that basically gave him immortality, like actual immortality. And he says, the saddest thing is that because he's immortal, he'll have to watch everybody that he loves dies. And he'll still have to continue singing the songs that uplifted them throughout the entire journey. And the entire audience was kind of starting to cry too. So I was like, okay, this man knows what's up. He really passionately loves this series and this role as well. So I had a lot of hope. Um, in trying to watch One Piece dub if it had people like Ian Sinclair in them. Did you, uh, I guess when you started binge watching One Piece, did you watch it in dub then or? No, it was still in subbed at the time because that was what I was most familiar with. Um, but I'm probably most likely going to go back just to rewatch all of the sections of Ian Sinclair just doing Brooke at that point. Because there are still some voices in the One Piece dub that still don't fit quite right for me. Like, for instance, Luffy's dub. Although, bless their heart for doing such a momentous role, I still don't think it fits as well for me as compared to the Japanese role. So that's why I'm still a little bit iffy for One Piece dub overall as a whole, from like starting from like start to finish. Maybe what I should do for your birthday is just cut out all the parts that Ian, uh, Ian specifically voices and stitch them together. That would be a very nice birthday present. Thank you, Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have to get me that. Other really notable roles that Ian Sinclair has done that I think many viewers may have known him from uh, would be, for instance, from Kekai Sensen's dub. He did Zap's Renfro, which is actually really well done. Um, and he was also Warwick Archangelo from Gangsta as well. Both have really strong English dubs that I would definitely recommend people to uh, listen to. And... In terms of video games, he is also the voice actor for Zavid in Tales of Zestiria as well. So you can see where, where the trend is at this point for me. It's all, it all has some sort of tie to a video game and then into an anime. Afterwards. I was like, I'm, I heard Tales twice now. So I'm like, the Tales <laughs> they, games so are there. So funnily enough, funnily enough, the two Tales that I mentioned, they're actually related to each other. Berseria is the prequel to Zestiria. So they are kind of close. Oh, in that oh. <laughs> uh, he also voices a uh, Bokto from Haikyuu um, for the English dub. And let's see what else. And he was also in. Yeah, in that, in that, and he, he oh, oh my gosh, he voices my favorite Himbo King Einar from Vinland Saga. So I have to go see that now. Oh well. my gosh! <laughs> that now <laughs> yeah we have to listen to that now like hands down for sure like i i i love ian sinclair at this point like, if you can play himbo king i i will give all my respect to him when we say himbo king we mean it out of love by the way for people who yeah we don't mean it as an insult we love einar to death at this point <laughs> I was also going to say that Kekai Sensen is one of those anime that got praised for its English dub performance as well. I didn't watch Kekai Sensen in English dub, but I do remember the clips that was on YouTube. I because I was looking for clips and I was like, huh, they're all dub. They're not the sub. And unfortunately, I didn't watch them because I just wanted to hear like the familiar voice to like this familiar scene that I was looking for. But I think it's always telling when the the 
the dub is easily found over the sub on YouTube because that means that Mm -hmm. people must really like it if they're specifically putting those clips on. I think, and I think someone specifically said the reason why they like the dub so much in Kekai Sensen is that it helps that it takes place in a sci-fi New York, but it's New York. And I think some of the voice actors actually gave the uh, gave the characters like New York accents and stuff like that. So it really adds some flair to the location. So it's great to hear. Uh, it's great to hear him in that role and in an anime that's actually pretty well known for its dub for that matter. So what, absolutely. Yeah. What, and the, the most famous, I think, dub clip of Zap Renfro that's in English is the very first episode where he shows up to do like his weird like Zippo lighter trick um, where he like lights a bunch of threads on fire. That is a very iconic moment for Ian Sinclair as Zap Renfro. That has a lot of views on YouTube, I'm pretty sure. I have to look that up now. So what about you, Isabel? Have you heard him before in a role? Is his name familiar? You know, have you heard his voice before? Yeah, I will mostly as Zap. I think that's the only role that I know as well, <laughs> or, or most notably, if there are other ones I haven't really noticed. But yeah, while we're while we're talking about YouTube clips, the other YouTube clip I like from him is I think it's like Zap's ugly crying. <laughs> oh, is it when he when his teacher comes around and like calls him a flea bag? No, actually, this is this is when he's I he's like um taken prisoner by um. Other, I'm pretty sure it's probably the part with when he's a flea bag as well. But when he's taken prisoner by, uh, I guess the enemies and Leo and uh, Leo's just like in the room asking like, "Oh, I think we should go help him. He's in trouble." And he's like calls like, "Leo, can you hear me?" And he's like crying really badly. I, I was like, "This is great. This is too funny." So yeah, I just thought it, that one was that one scene was super was really good as well. I don't recall that scene. Hold on, let me look it up. I'm actually really curious. Like, yeah, yeah the scene I remember of Zap Cry is also when his teacher is here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when his teacher is here is the best one, honestly. I think what makes it so harsh is because he has to translate for his teacher, so he's forced to insult himself because of the fact that no one else can understand his teacher except for himself. <laughs> oh gosh that yeah that Truly was such a parent child moment right <laughs> when you have like the immigrant parent and you're the only one that speaks english and you have to translate oh my them. gosh yeah <laughs> that's literally zap and his teachers and his teacher is like incredibly ruthless and doesn't give a shit. so he says all the bad words behind his back and zap is like do I really have to translate everything for you? And then he just gets involved afterwards. Oh, I sorry. I found the scene what you're referring to is, but I think it's the beginning scene before. Uh, I think it was Klaus is in a match, right? He has to go into a match in order to freeze up. Oh, I think that might be it. I don't know. I think that was the setup. Yeah, it was either the chess match or it was the boxing match. It's one of the oh, two, okay. I think. Yeah. But you were saying, Gracie, sorry. Oh, I was just saying, uh, speaking about the teacher moment was also when he was like, that being said, I'm taking one back this I'm taking this one back with me. Huh? What? Because he doesn't have time to like <laughs> digest what his teacher is saying because he's just saying it out loud. So Oh man, yeah, now I I really have to check him out as well. Especially now that I know he voices Anar. Like, ugh, of course I have to check that out. So we'll we'll, we'll, we'll watch it at the end of the season, Gracie. We'll watch all the Anar dub compilations once. Finland Saga finishes the season. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm excited, yeah, much excited. We'll, we'll <laughs> okay, so I know you had another one that you want to give a shout out to, but specifically for cartoons, so not one you've heard in anime. So who is it? 
it will be our beloved Dante Bosco, who is the voice of Zuko from Avatar The Last Airbender. Ah, okay. Okay. Talk to us. Talk to the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) His voice is just incredibly iconic. You know, the, the, oh, that's rough, buddy. And all of his really famous speeches, like, I'm sorry, uncle, you know, it's just iconic for Dante and it's just really nice to just hear him anywhere on screen even if it's just animation and not purely anime um you can hear his voice in also uh, uh what was it American Dragon Jake Long also in Legend of Korra Kim Possible the Boondocks he has like a pretty long discography but I was actually really surprised that he isn't in any kind of anime whatsoever even though there are probably a lot of other English voice actors that came from Avatar The Last Airbender or like Nickelodeon series and then transition into doing Japanese anime. So I was always really surprised that he never got into it or was never credited for any of them. But his voice is like undeniably like distinguishable. Yeah, I wonder if it's maybe he's just not interested. You know, that is possible, right? It's possible. Yeah, it's definitely very possible that he's just not interested at all. Um, Although there is, I think, a note on here that he streams a lot. Yeah, he streams gameplay on Twitch. So it might be that his interest is more so in animation and video games, but not so much anime as a whole. Yeah, I think... I don't... Like, I'm kind of confused, honestly, as to why his voice sounds so much like a teenager's. Like, it just kind of, like, perpetually stays there, too. Isn't that, like... Yeah, it perpetually stayed there. It never left him. (laughs) I think even now, when he talks, I hear Zuko. (laughs) like i can't yeah 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 no it's it's really interesting i haven't seen any of the other shows granted i haven't seen a lot of cartoons growing up for one my english wasn't quite good enough yet so i was watching a lot of chinese cartoons instead of english cartoons and then two uh my family never really owned cable i don't think it ever had owned cable so i definitely didn't watch any cartoons from there if i happened to watch a cartoon it was because i I was at my friend's house and they were watching it so i sat down and watched along with them so i was the last airbender is really the only case that I've really heard him before but yeah his his performance as Zuko is really really good and iconic I I actually still cry in the scene where Zuko um apologizes to Iroh after they reunite because I could really hear this the shame and the regret in Zuko's voice and it just gets mm-hmm. to me really hard because it, I know exactly how it's going to end. I know that Iroh is going to forgive him and all that stuff and yet it's it just still gets me because it feels so real. Like I genuinely just forget a person is voicing this character. It really just sounds like Zuko is there talking to Iroh. So yeah, no, I thank you for pointing him out to us. I mean, I'm guessing, Isabel, that you also love him in his roles. <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. Zuko definitely stands out to me in that show. And so like, I will always remember that voice or no matter, you know, where I I might see a clip or something, I'll be like, oh, that must be him. Of course, I didn't know the actor's name, but at least it's recognizable. Mm -hmm. Alrighty then. So with that being said, I think that turns the baton to you now, Isabel. So Isabel, who do you have for us? Who are some of your favorite English voice actors that you've heard? Yeah, recently, um, one voice actor that I, I've been liking, and I don't think he has too many roles, but it's uh, Rico uh, Fajardo. And right now, he the newest one that he's been voicing is Isagi uh, from Blue Lock. And oh, okay. I think he really fits that role 
pretty well just because Isagi is kind of like that main character who talks a lot and you know gets gets in his head a lot and has a lot to say and is also very enthusiastic um about you know himself but also everyone around him like he doesn't care if he's getting beaten or not so i think he's kind of like that perfect type of character for him uh the other character that i know him as is uh lemillion in my hero academia the other voice actor i'm going to talk about also has a role in my hero i feel like a lot of the voice actors i know are people that i've seen in panels a lot i think they always stand mm. out to me like including right like justin briner um and, and things like that so i don't know why i just feel like whenever voice actors come onto a panel um they they always stand out to me just because they're able to talk about the roles and maybe like how they got the role and and if they're like super excited for it i'm also excited to see the dub version as well and yeah rico for me stood out just because when he came on um at least in the panel that I was watching, he was very excited to be uh, voicing Lemillion in My Hero. And I was like, you're basically like that character just because he was so like happy. And I felt like he was leading, there were a bunch of other voice actors on the panel as well, but I felt like he was leading everyone else, even though it felt more like he was like kind of, kind of like a newer voice actor. Um, the fact that he was, he was like trying to get everyone hyped and like, you know, saying like, I'm, I'm so excited for this role. And he, he just wanted to share that not only with his cast, but also I feel like everyone else in the audience and people who enjoy the show. Um, and also I think he spoke about, you know, that fact that he paid attention to the series itself just to get into more into the role and then looking forward to what other, you know, what other moments that he'll have in the future in the show as well. But yeah, I don't know if that's, I, yeah, sorry, wonderful. go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's wonderful. I was just going to say like, it's really nice to see a lot of these like English voice actors that try to like hype up the crowd and the fact that he's just really excited to be there honestly brings really nice spotlight to just English voice actors in general because they often get kind of like snubbed for being like oh you're doing the job when the Japanese dub is superior you know so that's really cool that he brings out all of that energy in the crowd and that everyone's like very supportive of him too mm -hmm. yeah absolutely I don't know if either of you have uh, listened to that uh listened to him at all or have heard about him mm-hmm no, I have not heard of him at all until I looked him up. Because I think a lot of the voicing that he does is for shows that I'm not currently watching. Like, for instance, like My Hero Academia. I never really picked it up. Mm -hmm. But I will say, though, that I'm very proud to know him now because he graduated from my university. So oh! go ahead, Eaters, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know him either. But I kind of wanted to hear you... Um, I don't know share what what it was like listening to him on you know at, on the panel and stuff like that because I know you mentioned you thought to yourself oh he literally is the character but it's like what did he say you know what are some of the things that you remember him talking about with the crowd and stuff like that yeah he was I think he was kind of going over his lines um that he had in the show and then um just kind of taking it further like he was really I guess um really hyping up the crowd in terms of like um like asking questions and trying to get a response and then uh responding back as well so i thought that was uh super nice and then just him talking about the lemillion just because the is a character that's when i saw him i was like this guy is basically a second all might just a younger all might type of character like he he has the same blonde hair type of scenario going on and um he really gives off like all might vibes like if I, you know, if I had to look like, I don't know, he would be like all my son or something. And so just like him 
taking on that and he really yeah he really it's sad what happens in the series just because he does lose his powers so he kind of goes away a little bit later uh, but when he comes back he comes back at a very important moment uh, to help Deku and everyone else and he's just like fully confident and so I think that's that's what Rico really um, embodies as well just him being confident in his character and being confident in what he can do at, in terms of his voice acting is, is especially what stood out to me. That's really nice. Do you have the Wikipedia still up, Agnes? I kind of want to hear what his other roles are, honestly. <laughs> uh, I think I do. Let me grab it real quick for you. Let's see. So his filmography, uh, he did. He's in Assassination Classroom. Actually, a lot of the roles that a lot of the voice actors that we've mentioned so far do have a role in Assassination Classroom. That's interesting. I think it was, <laughs> well, I think it's because that was around the time where Funimation started stagnating in terms of dub casting so you start to hear a lot of very familiar voices be in a lot of big series like assassination classroom and stuff like that during like the mid 2000s because um, earlier 2000s like f- was like 2008 so you have like early full out metal alchemist and stuff that's when a lot of people blew up but then a couple years later the dubbing talent starts to kind of trickle down and that's why a lot of those characters are recasted in a lot of these animes um other series that we may have known uh, Grimgar, Fantasy, and Ash. There's Brothers Conflict. There's Fairy Tale. Um, Who does he voice he in was, Fairy Tale? Actually, he voices Jackal in Fairy Tale. Oh, I don't know. That I don't that remember character, Jackal. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he does voice in D. Grayman Bak Chang, who who I do remember very vaguely. Um, he also voices. Let's see. Uh, he voices Kambe, who's like the green guy in Recovery of an MMO Junkie. So I remember that pretty <gasps> yes, well, Yes, I remember that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's also in Dr. Stone as Taiju. Oh! And he, yeah. And then he also played Hiroshi in Fruits Basket as well. Oh, he's also uh, Haru Kato from Millionaire Detective, which we talked about very recently oh. as well. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I, I hate to ask this. Who is Hiroshi in Fruits Basket again? <laughs> Hiroshi is the the ram, the sheep. Oh, he's the little boy. Isn't that him? Uh, is uh, Hiro? Oh, oh, Hiro. Oh! Yeah, Hiro. I didn't know. Gracie. I didn't know Hiro wasn't his actual name. I thought that was his Gracie. full name. Oh, okay. Gracie. Yes. <laughs> I thought. I thought you. I thought you were the Fruits Basket expert here. I am. I promise. I am. But apparently. I have shamed my I've brought shame or what was it I have brought dishonor to my family my cow (laughs) (laughs) rightfully so so he's actually been in a lot that's pretty yeah I actually don't know his name that's pretty crazy that he's been in so many um anime but I I just haven't heard of his name before are you watching My Hero Academia in dub completely uh Isabel sorry I will interject sorry let me interject real quickly I I I screwed up no I was I was playing with you Gracie Hiroshi is actually a side character oh Oh my gosh okay I did not bring dishonor to my family or my cow (laughs) I brought dishonor to my family that's what I did but yes please continue sorry yeah I was wondering, Isabel, are you watching the dub version for My Hero Academia since it seems like you're quite familiar with the dub voice actors there? Yeah, not right now, just because I'm I'm trying to watch weekly, so I'm watching it uh, simulcast, um, but I don't mind going back and watching English dub sometimes uh, if I have time. So, And then, yeah, if there's like premieres and they have it in English dub first, just because 
they have it already. I I I really like watching them too. I find almost no difference between watching the dub and the sub sometimes. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Alrighty nice. then. So that is your first pick. So who do you have for your second pick then? Yeah, my second pick uh, would be Patrick Seitz. And I don't know if either of you two have heard of him, but um, in terms of my hero, he uh, voices Endeavor. And he also voices um, Ichigo's dad in... Oh! Mm-hmm. Fun memories, man. Fun memories. And I also like it when he plays kind of... Uh, I think... Who's that big? The one in Full Metal Alchemist, the the sin sloth. sloth. Yes, he also oh. plays. He plays. Yeah, Patrick Seats is very popular. Yeah, he plays sloth. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, so you know, I his roles. He's done so many roles, and not only that in in games as well. Um, and I think he also does some voice directing. And I just thought his story was in uh, was interesting in that he kind of like started off doing theater, and somebody just brought up to him like hey your voice is pretty unique he's i would say his voice is kind of like lo- uh, low as he would describe it it is definitely yeah, low. he kind of has like to me kind of like has like 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 a dad dad voice it is a it's a dill <laughs> voice that's for sure <laughs> you know i was just thinking to myself i'm like is he the american sugida song <laughs> that's what i feel like sugida song's voice is probably like. i mean he voices germany from Italia, so oh he's the american sugida song <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but continue, Isabel, sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, that just reminds me. I think one of his other bigger roles is uh, Dio from JoJo's, so... Oh, iconic. Mm-hmm. Actually iconic, damn. <laughs> yeah, people like really like him for that role. Um, so yeah, just like him going into theater, thinking that he wanted to do that, but then he, he was just introduced to voice acting or voiceovers or someone just recommended, hey, I think your voice is great for this. And that became his passion and that's like pretty much revolves around you know everything that he does now um and i personally really liked it where the first time i had actually paid attention to his voice because i probably heard of him in other roles before but um the one that i like was from k project uh where he voices the blue king uh munakata reishi he's a, he's that character um my favorite is mikoto but the red king but him voicing the blue king and then him just stating that he liked voicing that character i was like okay i, I guess i can like the blue king too so but yeah. <laughs> i'm pretty sure all of the the girl taku bias 4k project would always be the red king because it's voiced by um tsuda-san mm-hmm. but i agree i'm if he sorry can voice the, it's the also king, just the red it. king is hot like what do you want me to do about that <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes out <laughs> Like, I can't do anything about that, you know? <laughs> I thought you would have liked the Blue King, Gracie, because he's like, he has the mega nig kind of like cold stances kill ya. I did like him. I did dislike him, but the Red King was just hot. <laughs> so, <laughs> really- I like how you were trying to come up with like an explanation of why he was hot, and then you just was like, that's that really ends. is the case i was like there's there's gotta be a more logical evidence-based explanation for this and then the more i thought about it the more i was like no he's just hot that's all there is to it so. <laughs> the dejection in your voice is what sells it <laughs> 
Okay, so because of him, uh, actually, Isabel is willing to be like, the Blue King is okay. <laughs> so, yeah. what a powerful voice. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite role of his, then, in regards to all the many roles that he's had? Yeah, so, okay, so it's not from an anime, actually, just because I didn't know this, but uh, Lucian is one of my favorite characters in League of Legends, and I had no idea that... Uh, Patrick Seitz had voiced that character just because he sounds definitely not a dilf. He sounds more like just like a cool, a cool dude. And I was like, and when I looked him up and I saw Lucian, I'm like, oh my god, there's no way because I really I'd like one of one of the reasons why I like playing Lucian is because of his kit, uh, because he's like um, an attack damage carry. Uh, but the other reason is because I thought his voice lines were cool. So I was like, this is great. Lucian is my favorite. ADC character and Patrick Seitz voices him so I think he, for me that's like my favorite role just because you know whenever I play the character he'll be doing voice lines like over and over again or stuff, stuff like that so I get to listen to him a lot so that's nice yeah I can't say anything about that <laughs> I've never played League of Legends for obvious reasons did you play League of Legends Agnes no I, I stayed away from League of Legends oh, I <laughs> sure you would have played a little of it no 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 no, ma'am i i saved my ass by not being able to play league of legends i tried to once in high school but at the time i had a macbook and for some reason it wasn't loading for me for some reason so i never actually got into league of legends ever that's actually good because i got into it and i'm still i'm not still into it but it's like a sinkhole that i wish i didn't spend so many years on honestly <laughs> so compared to that to overwatch which one did you sink more hours into definitely league even though i like overwatch league? a lot okay. more um i definitely spent way too many hours on league just because the games are a lot longer and i think overwatch i get tired uh much faster mm. mm-hmm yeah, 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 no, I understand that, yeah. And plus, like, League has League was out a little bit earlier before Overwatch, yeah. too, so I feel like most people played League first, even before Overwatch, so that makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that reminds me, he also plays another character in League of Legends. Uh, uh, the character's name is Kog'Ma, and I absolutely hate him, uh, Kog'Ma, because like, <laughs> the voice is terrible, because it's, he's like a creature, and he just, like, has, like, this void, like, spit that he does all the time. He's also an AD-type character, but... Yeah, it's surprising that he's he was able to voice that. Just like, just I don't know. He's just like vomits all over the place. So I hate Kogma, but I'm, <laughs> the, like, I'm glad the that he's able to have I that hear range. in Isabel's voice when she said that I hate Kogma. <laughs> 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 it was very vehement, that's for sure. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise, yeah, I'm glad to see him in other roles, um, especially I guess when I watched My Hero, him as Endeavor and just him talking about the character as well uh, because he was on that same panel with uh, Rico. Um, he was kind of like the last ones to speak, but I felt like he was also kind of like one of the veterans and talking about the role. And he also shared kind of like everyone else's um, likes about the show. Like he talked about liking Froppy as one of his like favorite characters to watch in the show. Uh, so I thought that was very cute as well overall. I don't know if you if you guys uh, looked up any of the roles that he's done that you're interested in or might like. Oh, I I mean I I the moment I saw Germany from Italy, I'm like, yep, mm-hmm. that's it. That's also <laughs> that's the deal voice I remember. <laughs> um, he also surprisingly voices Hazel from Sayuki Reload, um, which I also remember Hazel having a very like manipulative kind of like smooth voice. So that's very interesting to see. 
Um, and that sloth is also pretty memorable to me as well when I was watching the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Like, I always rewatch because Olivia Armstrong is always in those scenes with sloth, so I end up rewatching those scenes too. And I just, I just love the voice acting that he does for sloth as well. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm looking him up, and I did see that, like, he seemed like he has also done some movies as well. So that's what I'm also curious about. It seems like a lot of these are animation movies, not so much like actual live action movies. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, so I was curious about that. He Lego Atlantis, the movie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Desmond and Carol and Tuesday. I yeah, I mainly probably know him as Sloth from. Um, yeah, I mainly know him as Sloth from Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood to literally no one's surprise, let's be honest, at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and Germany in Hitalia, actually. Yes, I do remember him as Laxus. Oh, he did Laxus in Fairy Tale. Oh, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, I do remember him in that one. So did anyone listen to Sword Art Online's dub at all? I listened to the abridged dub, not the official uh, dub. Okay. <laughs> so that was a very different experience for yeah, me. Yeah, that's a, that's a bit of a different experience, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you heard him as Endeavor yet, um, Isabel? Isabel. I mean, that's, that's what she, she mentioned, right? That she liked him as Endeavor in... Endeavor. Yeah, Endeavor in My Hero or uh, The Blue King in K-Project. Oh, so you have heard him already. Okay. Oh! He does do uh, Kunikida for Bungo Stray Dogs. Now I have to listen to okay. him. Now I have to yes. listen to him, yeah. Our, our ideals man. Our ideals <laughs> man, yeah. I mean, I do know Bungo Stray Dogs had some pretty good praise in regards to their English dub voice acting. So, And Ray Chase is there as Fyodor. So, so I should probably listen to that as well. Yeah. No, it's really nice to hear about all these. Um, and it's also cool. Oh, he does... Um, he does do some Marvel characters and like cartoons and stuff like that as well. <laughs> oh, cartoons. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that's interesting. All right. Okay. Well, uh, I think that sums up our favorite English dub voice actors. Uh, definitely was really fun hearing the girls talk about theirs. Some of them I recognized. A lot of them I didn't actually. Um, but, you know, I, I'm going to check them out now because they pointed it out. And hopefully uh, the listeners will check out the people that we specifically shouted out to throughout the episode. Please feel free to share with us some of your favorite English dub voice actors. Uh, you can reach us by either commenting on on the Spotify episode itself, or you can go to our Twitter, which is at girltaku underscore at to get our, um, to follow us and also comment on our posts or DM us. We actually really love DMs from fans. So they're really nice. They're they're often really, really nice messages. So, all right. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, There will not be an an episode next week. So our next episode that's going to be released is uh, the second week of April, but we will be back with another fun topic. So I hope you'll be here with us next time. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.